0: To my heavenly Father, and the Scripture said that Paul said to Timothy, I said, "Study you so show yourself approved a word that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth." That is so vital for our Christian walk and our Christian experience. Make it a make it a part of your daily walk with God or your experience with the Lord to have a devotion time. Have a devotion every day with your family, with your wife, whatever the case might be a devotion time. Study the Word because the Word of God, the old saying is the B-I-B-L-E, the book, that's the book for me. And if we study the Word of God, we'll know what He he requires of us, what He desires of us, and how He wants to bless us, and the promises and the privileges that we have. And I pray every day. I pray with my wife and I'm thankful that I have that opportunity to do that. Uh, At my age, I've ministered for a number of years. But I want to tell you today, I am thankful today for the opportunity. Hey, did I know who Jesus is? He lives and abides and has His being within the heart, and our hearts and lives. Amen. And I sing a lot of time. I enjoy singing. I grew up, uh, when I was a uh, youngster in school, uh, the music teacher, I guess when I was uh, in the elementary school, and we'd have singing at the school. And uh, as I shared with you before, my Sunday, in fact, my first grade teacher is the one that taught us how to pray in the first grade. And uh, she taught us how to memorize Bible verses. Amen. And we had a Bible verse to memorize. And as we, we continued to grow, we had a music teacher. And the music teacher would listen to us sing. And uh, what happened, I ended up being a member of her uh, singing group. Oh, wow. At a very early age, and uh, when I got in school, and went right on through high school, in my junior and senior year, I played football. I played I played sports, everything that I could play. And a lot of people, a lot of, I wasn't the best, but I was on the team. I was going to show up. <laughs> I practiced. I got to play, and uh, so anyway, but I was in every part of the programs at school because that was my life. My, Older in fact, I was the youngest of six, and all all of my brothers and sisters had left home as quick as they graduated or got sixteen years of age and uh, In fact, they was uh, several years between my sister and myself and uh, she my grandmother uh, raised her she stayed with my grandmother, so that meant that they was eight years between my brother when he left and myself but anyway i they didn't know it at school, Brother Danny, but hey, I enjoyed going to school because that was where I got to do some things that I never got to do at home. I didn't have anybody. And I practiced basketball, and I was 5'10", was as tall as I ever got. Of course, I come from a... uh, The brewers were uh, tall people. In fact, we have a lot of (laughs) 6'5", 6'4", 6'2". My daddy was 6'2". I took after my mother's people. I favor my daddy and the brewers, but I... Took after my statue from the uh, my mother's family. They were shorter, but long story short, my I practiced all uh, with my cousin, and he was six foot five, and here I am five ten, and uh, we practiced basketball together, and uh, we a uh, we nailed a old wore out basketball rim on a power pole uh, out in the yard, and we had a a half flat basketball that we played with, <laughs> and we would shoot that basketball. But anyway, before that, I had a, a little three-pound lard bucket back years ago. We got shortening in a little three-pound bucket, mm-hmm. and I took it and I nailed it on a tree in the backyard. And I got a I got a rubber ball for Christmas, <laughs> and I went to shooting that at Ken when I seen them playing basketball. Yeah. Hey, and when I got to be a senior, when I got to be on a team in high school, the hey the outside shot was my shot. I could hit. I could make goals. Yeah. and the coach would put me in and and I would tear that net up and it was only the old saying is you know string music it yeah. was uh, only the net <laughs> I, 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 I can still hey, at 73 I can still hit that net, but Daniel, net because you know it's judging the distance but long story short I'm thankful today for this upbringing no we didn't have a lot of things but I want to tell you I had Jesus Amen. I had mm-hmm. teachers that feared God and I pray that our school system, and I pray for our school here in this area every day, I pray for the Lord to touch the leadership, touch our teachers, hey, to teach our children, hey, the Word of God, and to, hey, by lifestyle. Your lifestyle reflects who you are. Absolutely. You profess to be a Christian, and you're a leader in any of these areas. You're a leader in a church. You're a leader in the school system. You're a leader in the civil, in the hey, the government of our city a councilman all these your people are looking at you and uh, i have opportunity to pray for you every day and i do that i pray for our civil leaders i pray for our spiritual leaders i pray for every church somebody says well i don't believe in all these other churches i gonna tell you i believe in the gospel of the lord jesus christ and if you're preaching the gospel of the lord jesus christ i am for you i'm praying for you I'm praying for a in your church. I'm Amen. praying for spiritual growth in your Amen. church. Amen. I'm praying for your membership.
1: Absolutely. I'm praying
0: every day for the, hey, this nation. I pray for our government. I pray for the president. I pray for all the congress. I pray for the governor. I our, pray for everyone. Representatives. Our churches
1: should be packed.
0: Yeah, should be packed.
1: I, one of the saddest things I see is driving down the road and see an old church there ain't nobody walked in the years with vines growing up the side of it. Sad story. And I ahead. sit and say, man, if the people in this community had eyes to see, yes, not only would that church be up and running, they'd be building another church or churches. It. They More churches. Be, instead of instead of all these neighborhoods and stores
0: going up, there ought to be churches going up for people if they just knew what time it was. Hey, you know, it's it, it's the last days. The night of this morning, I was going to put this because our church system our church uh, denomination has a page and there's a lot of people that puts prayer requests and make statements and so forth and uh our demand is over our denomination but you know i've become a part of a denomination years ago but the reason why i'm a part of that denomination is because they teach the word of god and that's where they get the doctrine of the word of god so anyway but i am not a person that's denominational i am a a I went to a charismatic Bible college. I went to an undenominational Bible college and to a church. And we had three thousand people that would come to that church every Sunday morning. We had prayer groups. We had uh, we had uh, midweek. We had uh, different groups that went to house to house. Uh, we had home churches, and we had deacons and we had elders. And all this, and I praise the Lord for all that, and I thank God for you that's having that and all the leadership of your church, but I want to tell you it's so important that we are the church, hey that we're that we've been transformed by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, and it's the grace of God, the grace of God in you gives you the ability to be a Christian and to do Christian work without the grace of God. You cannot do or you cannot be. What God has called you to be, but the grace of God, but anyway, the grace of God, and then the gift of God, the gift of God, read the scripture because after the day of Pentecost, Passover was a big as t- was a big gathering all oh, in old testament days, and they in fact, in the when Jesus came, they went to Passover after he had been on the earth for uh, thirty-three years hey, and uh had ministry and disciples, and the disciples went to pra- to the Passover. And you know what Jesus said? And they just crucified Jesus Christ when the Passover happened, Brother Danny. And they just crucified Him and He was buried and rose the third day Amen. and ascended back to the right hand of the Father. And the disciples just stood and said to them, Oh, men and brothers, why stand ye gazing
1: right. up
0: into the heaven? This same Jesus which, going, hey, which you see going away is going to come again in like, like manner. That's right. Look up, church. He's coming back. Amen. Today could be the day. He's coming back in like manner. They've seen Him go up. Hey, you and I are going to see Him come back. Hey, if we're living on this earth, but if we're in the grave, there's hope. Because the Bible said, the dead in Christ shall rise first first." and those that are alive and and remain remain. shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. What a hope that we have in Him, Brother Danny. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's the gospel. Amen. And then, hey, the work of the Spirit and then what he said to his disciples don't hey go to Jerusalem and tarry until you be endued with power from on high that was on the day of Pentecost that was a Passover that they did every year and they come from all parts of the country yep. and they come to Passover they had a great meeting so I want to tell you on that day oh they had been in the upper room yep. some 500 went to the upper room yep. oh and prayed and they tarry, he said tarry until that means stay with it until yep. it happens not so they, all stayed that's right not all of them stayed some right. give up and left i think but it was down to 120 i think that's right but on the, hey, the 120 in the upper room on the day of pentecost there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it filled hey and it and it filled the house hey as a roaring wind it entered into that place and it filled the house where they were seated and they all began to speak with a unknown language and all heard their name her language Hey, that was there that day. Their native tongue. They heard that. That's right. And hey, and they said we want this, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit.
1: People said they're drunk.
0: They drunk with new wine, but hey, you he said it's only the third hour of the day. Yeah. I want to tell you these men are not drunk as you suppose, but hey, yeah. it's that Spirit, it's the Holy Spirit that lives in the mind within them. I tell you, I went into
1: uh, into the wards there in new Augusta one day, and it was about, it, I went in time for breakfast. You know, I don't miss breakfast. And I was just, I was just so full of joy and just happy and I pushed the door open and, and I, I hollered, praise Jesus, how you ladies doing this morning? And I was just, and the the two men, they held the door open for me, I heard one of them tell the other guy, he's drunk, he said, yeah, he's drunk.
0: <laughs> you can't even go, I, I was just happy and, and, yes. and they said, yeah, he's drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, they used to seeing people in that condition, but hey, it was not what they thought. Right. It was hey, a spirit of the Lord Amen. upon you. And I, I wake up every day singing, and I have a song in my Amen. heart. And I, But that started back in elementary school. But I was going to tell you, I ended up in elementary school, and, I, and my music teacher was Miss Catherine uh, Carter in Clare, Mississippi. And, and every time we had a program, she chose me and wanted me to be a part of it. And when I was in high school, I become a member of the glee club, which was the singers. Okay. And so here I am, a football player, middle guard, played defense and guard on football team. And I, hey, I'm, i hey, I'm having a time on Friday. And then here I am standing up there with all those glee club members. And yeah, but hey, it, it didn't make any difference because I enjoyed doing that. But I wanted to be all I could be for the Lord Jesus Christ. But I wasn't a Christian then. But hey, then the senior junior and senior play come up. Back in those days we had a junior, when your junior year, the juniors put on a program, a play. And we all and everybody come and seen that play. And then a hey, when I was a senior, hey, there was a play, and I was put in the play. You know what I was the junior year? I was a hey, I was preacher Clem. I was a preacher <laughs> in the junior play. I wore a necktie back then, was about as wide as a handsaw and had a flyer. It, like it looked like a palm tree on it. Big old yellow tie. I was a preacher. He called me Preacher Clem. Yeah. And on the senior year, I was a preacher again. It was Parson Bumble, was wow. my name. But I had a real nice suit and I performed a wedding. Mm. So, a well, long story short, I was, hey, the Lord. Placed his calling on me at a very early age, yes. but I thank the Lord that hey, that I come up through that situation. And I want to tell you, I was not sad, even though I didn't have any. My mother and daddy never seen me play one ball game, never come to one ball game. I started playing Pee Wee football in the seventh grade. I played football all the times I was in school. I played basketball from the time I was eight, old enough to play on the junior high team and the. Sem- Hey, I was a player. I was a shooting guard on the high school team. We won our conference championships, you know, and I was playing with my six-foot-five cousin. But I was going to tell you the reason why. What I learned about playing with a tall person, I learned how to shoot a hook shot. (laughs) And the hook shot, hey, I could go in for a drive or layup, and he'd block every one of them. But I got to where I'd hook that ball, and I could put it on on that backstop. And backboard, and I'd drop that ball in that net every time, or either I'd shoot outside and hit it. But when I went in, I'd fake him, you know, like I was going to shoot, and he'd jump up and I'd drive around, and it'd make him so mad. But anyway, through those years, a lot of things that we learned, Brother Danny, that's important. But I want to tell you, I never, I was taught, my daddy taught me to fear God and to love, hey, to treat others like you want to be treated. So that was something in our life. It was so violent. You had. It wasn't burning you. It wasn't burning you. So vital for our experience. (laughs) Go ahead
1: and talk to us. But anyway, when
0: you're looking at the word today, it's very beneficial. Oh, and hey, transformed by Christ. Christians should reflect Christ's transformation, transforming power in their lives every day. And I thank the Lord for that. And I give him praise today for what the Lord is doing on this broadcast and how he's using Brother Danny and Brother Don and this station that's reaching out in this community and reaching out across this area South Mississippi and different parts of the country and the world carrying the gospel to the hey to the laws carrying the yeah. gospel and encouraging the church I want to encourage you today church I want to tell you that you matter Lord, the Lord loves you and you may feel like that you're not you're not doing anything at the church but if you show up and you worship the Lord I'm telling you that's what he's created you to be Amen. a worshiper <clears throat> go to church and worship the Lord. <clears throat> be a part of the church. Get involved yourself. Take your family, your children to church. Because, listen, we're not to neglect the assembly of ourselves together, but to so much more as we see the day approaching. And that means the coming of the Lord Jesus yeah. Christ. And world crises is telling us that he could come today. Nothing is to be, hey, fulfilled for Jesus' return because yeah. he's coming. <clears throat> be ready. Because the Lord is coming back after a church. all oh, that is looking for His appearing. And we're not to give place to the enemy. Not have Him discourage us. Don't get discouraged. Don't get uh, offended at people. Don't let people offend you. Oh, they may say some things that hurt your feelings, but the best thing to do is just pray for them. And say, Father, if you're not guilty of something, you know, if, if somebody's talking to you about something that you're guilty of, the first thing to do, if you're guilty... Admit it, and hey, if you've done something that's wrong, say I'm sorry. Forgive me, repent, make it right, and then hey, and don't live under that condemnation. Because listen, the Lord is not given us the spirit of condemnation. We're not to have that. We're not to live our lives under condemnation. I won't tell you the sins that you've cr- done years ago. Don't let that continue to, to harass to harass you and cause you difficulty. Ask the Lord to forgive you and put it behind you.
1: I'm going to tell you that uh, in second mm. chapter of Peter, <coughs> it said, if you've done wrong and received punishment, yes. he said, but the ones he's looking for is the ones that did no wrong and still receives punishment. Yeah. And because and, and, that's what Christ did for us. Yes. And do you know how humble, how much pride you'd have to swallow to say, I didn't do it, you know, and I was working with a guy one time, he was in our uh, rehab, and he was accused of stealing money. Yes. Well, I I told him, I said, look, I, I believed him. I said, look, I believe you, but even though you didn't do it, just received the punishment, <laughs> and I promise you uh, the truth to come out yes well he listened to me he received the punishment but it was about a year later a year or so later before everybody found out who really stole the money yeah and they had to go back and apologize to him they said well why didn't you say something he said because Danny told me not to (laughs) he read me that scripture in second in second chapter of Peter and he said that's what I did and uh, it. You know, when you when we was working with them guys, you know, you, you got to teach them from, from the start. Yes. When, when you're working in a rehab, you're looking at 30-year-old, 40-year-old men that's never had a job. They've never had a... Most of them's never had a decent relationship. They've never went to church. They've done nothing but played video games or done jobs or in and out of jail their whole life. So not only are you teaching them how... Uh, a, a young Christian to live but most of them you're teaching them how to work a job and how to be a man exactly. and, and so you're taking somebody that's lived a certain way their whole life and the I'll tell you what happened the rehab worked 100% of the time for those that truly surrendered and received the Lord well exactly it was about it was about it never worked for those that just come in there and tried to work the program in the carnal, most of them stayed good for a while, but majority of them felt. Now they some I ain't in touch with some from other states and stuff like that, but the ones that really give their life to the Lord, I can call them, or they'll call me. And here it is, years later, they still in church. Amen. They 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 still Amen. working the job, Amen. And, and and so. The ones that broke the bondage of drugs and alcohol, meth, whatever it was, when they got saved and become new creatures in Christ, they exactly. still to this day walking for the Lord.
0: Well, that's that's the key, brother Danny. When somebody, you know, and people that get into these situations, and you and I have dealt with this because we do, now we've done jail and prison ministry and for years. We have, and uh, for us to be able. To work with people like that is simply because we deal with that on a special basis. Because when you go to, to the jail and prison and you're preaching the gospel and you've got people in these in the prison system, especially that's in there for years, it's that's going to be in there for life. Yes, a lot of them's in there for 20 years or 30 years, and they they in fact they've a lot of them that's been there a long time has conformed their lives to the prison lifestyle.
1: I remember a guy that got, was getting out and what, said he got locked up in 1963. Yeah. And this was probably in 2018, 2017, mm-hmm. so he was getting out, and I thought, man, you missed the Vietnam War, the the Kennedy assassination. You was in there when they landed on the moon. My, yeah. good, how are you gonna cope? They weren't even computers when you got locked up. They wasn't even but a handful of colored TVs out in the world. And I know he's seen some of that stuff in jail. But do you know, I mean, I went home to Jacksonville after 20 years. Mm-hmm. And everything about my hometown, they were stores Change. where they wasn't Change. stores. Yeah. What used to be cow pastures was now subdivisions. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you just served 50 something years, 54 years. Yeah and you're going back to some little, old town up up north Mississippi somewhere, and I thought, man, I I wouldn't doubt it all if he didn't commit a crime and get locked back up.
0: Well, a lot of times, you know, they said the majority, what, 85%? 85% of the people that will go back that's been in there simply because they have lost contact and simply a lot of times they don't have any hope or simply because there's nobody to have nothing to do with them. Yeah. You know, simply because they remember people... You know the Lord puts, hey, your sins and hey, casts your sins as you. He forgives you, hey, in the hey, in the lake of forgetfulness. I mean, mm-hmm. hey, for as far as the east is to the west, which is immeasurable. But anyway, when the Lord, when you repent, the Lord forgives you, and he, hey, he puts it out of his, hey, out of his vocabulary and out of his mind. But what happens? People don't do that. there's a lot of people that continue to to remember how somebody was uh, even before and I've had this even in the ministry I've been uh, saved since I was 18 and I got in the ministry when I was uh, started pastoring a church uh, when I was 29 I went to Bible college when I was 27 and uh, lived all these years and here probably 10 or 15 years 15 or 20 years ago probably 15 I went to a place to visit a person in the uh, hospital, one of the local hospitals in uh, in the South Mississippi area. And what happened, you know, she looked up at me and said, You mean you saved? <laughs> you know, or, you mean you're a Christian And did you know, Brother Danny, I led that lady to the Lord I, and prayed with her and I preached her funeral. She wow. passed away later. Amen. But I That's want to tell awesome. you, a lot of times people, all they can remember is somebody's past. That's but right. I want to tell you, the Lord Jesus Christ forgives you and puts your past <laughs> Amen. behind Amen. you. And you don't have to worry about it. You're the only one that is going to bother if you allow your flesh or the enemy to bring it back up. Amen. Get it out of I, your system and praise God for victories every day.
1: I, I tell you what's so unique about our church is my pastor... Uh, went to prison for robbing a bank mm-hmm. and I'm a retired officer. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: That's it.
1: And hap- Our church is so blended. We got people that's never got a parking ticket that's made good money, lived a good life and we got some people out of prison. Yeah. We got some out of rehab. Yes, And they just, they to get just together like... Well, when the Lord you know,
0: puts us together, that's the church. That's what the church is made up of. The church is made up of sinners that saved by the grace of the Lord Amen. Jesus Christ.
1: And it, it does and be does so good. what does He call good. us?
0: What does He call? It? He calls us His body. Yep. We are the body of Christ. He takes all these people from all these hey messed up lives and all the problems and difficulties and people that somebody hey said it would never amount to nothing mm-hmm. in life. He put He saves us and puts us into the body of Christ Amen. and He calls us and He gifts us and praise the Lord. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Amen. I'm still doing that. Amen. And I pastored eight. I pastored seven churches and I've I filled in and done evangelism work and I've done all kind of pastoral ministry and I'm still doing that and I want to tell you I want to do more of it. I want Amen. to do more me than too. I've ever done in my entire life to Amen. please Him Amen. because it's about our relationship with Him. Amen. And what we're going to talk about the next time we're here next week We're going to talk about our relationships in Christ. He says, living for Christ has a powerful, positive impact on human relationships. We're going to talk about human relationships. We're going to talk about wives and husbands. We're going to talk about children and parents. We're going to talk about employees and employers. Amen. So, in doing that, it's going to tell us, hey, what God expects of us in our relationship with a husband and wife what our relationship as children are to our parents and what our relationship is to our employers and and our employers' relationship with us as the employees. And that will will help every human being that we are ministering to on this station.
1: I don't care who you
0: are. I don't care where you're at this is going to fit you're going to fit somewhere in this teaching Amen. and we want to give you some instructions for victorious christian living Amen. i want you to be blessed i want you to enjoy life church everybody that's listening to me believers today i want you to be blessed but people that don't believe unbelievers you're not going to receive anything
1: that's right
0: but you're going to have to believe why are you going to say that preacher because you've got to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You've got to believe the Bible. You've got to believe the Scripture. You've got to agree with what the Word of God says. And somebody says, I don't believe that. You know, yes, some of these things that we're going to go over next week, you're going to say, I don't believe that. Well, don't believe it. And you won't, hey, you're not going to receive the benefit of life in it more abundant. Well, I don't believe we're supposed to do this for our children, okay? Don't believe it. And you, hey, you're going to raise a bunch of reprobates in your family. Amen. It's sad. But we're trying to help you and the pastor's trying to help you and the church family's trying to help you and all people that preach the gospel across this world and a praying people and, the, and people that love Jesus' prayer warriors are praying for you that you might have a blessed life. I want you to have a blessed life. I want you to enjoy the very abundance of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to have all things in Christ and you can do all things in Christ that will help you and you can be victorious. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. What a great day, brother Danny.
1: It has been. I thank you so much for coming, and I will see you
0: next Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes. And uh, we're, going,
1: we're going to that's have a great time. Let's
0: close us out in prayer, please. Father, I thank you today for this opportunity to share the Word. I thank you, Lord, for every person that's listening today. I pray for their families. I pray, Lord, for their situations. I pray God for circumstances that surrounds them. I pray for our pastors, Lord. I pray for them especially today. Lord, because they're spiritual leaders. Lord, they're the shepherds of their congregation. Lord, they're under shepherds unto you, Jesus. And I pray today that you'll give us insight, give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on eternal life. Father, and I pray that, Lord, every pastor asks himself, Lord, when the church comes to church, when the church enters our facilities, Lord, what are they going to receive today? Are they going to receive, Lord, an edification? Are they going to receive strength today? Are they going to receive the teachings of your word? Are they, is there going to be an experience, Father, a spiritual experience, Lord? As the singers sing, the old music directors, Lord, and Sunday yes. school teachers, yes. and all of the workers. Father, I pray that they'll do it for the glory of God. Not for an occupation, not as a hireling but a God-called preacher of the gospel, teacher of the gospel, a worker, a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ to do all that we do that it may bring glory and honor and praise unto you. Lord, bless this station. Bless, Lord, the owners. Bless, Lord, everyone that's a part, Lord, of sharing the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I thank you today for your presence. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen.
1: Amen, amen, amen.